0: Welcome to the Alignment Unleashed podcast. I'm your host, Samara Lane, the self-trust queen, and this is the place to restore self-trust through soul and spirit. In today's episode, it's a little clip from a training I did recently called Reset to Peace. In this part of the training, I'm talking all about trust and how to rewire and reprogram yourself To trust with my four fear busting questions. So, you're gonna get all of that in just a moment. This is super duper powerful. Um, And you can use these four fear busting questions for literally any old belief, core belief, fear, limiting belief, anything like that, that is keeping you stuck um, for any kind of fear, anxiety, doubt, you name it. This is it. You're gonna love it. And it's super easy to implement. So, get ready. Can't wait for you to dive in. And thank you so much in advance to all of you who have left reviews for the podcast. If you haven't yet, it would mean the world if you left a review, if you've been loving the podcast. Um, And thank you so much for sharing it with your friends. It is my honor to be here in your ear and sharing the space with you. Now let's dive in. Mm, So excited. I wanna talk about trust. I wanna talk about trust for a moment because when it comes to transcending anxiety, fear, doubt, It's all about trust. When it comes to living the type of life you want to live with your partner and your relationship or calling in your love or doing your business, your passion, your soul work, career, it's all about trust. Health, physical health, all of it, baby, It is all about trust. So to help you get more clarity around this, I have a question for you. Have a question for you. This is a big one. So sit with this. When did you learn not to trust yourself? When did you learn that you shouldn't trust yourself or couldn't trust myself? Yep, it was my biggest challenge too. Was it in childhood when you were a child? There's a lot of messages you receive as kids that like give your power to your parents or your caregivers or your grownups or to the teacher or the authority figure. Was it when you were a kid? Was it after a traumatic event happened? Sometimes my clients, their OCD started after a death in the family um, after a big move or a big transition or just to the cumulative effect, like the, like the slow building of stressors in life as kids or young adults, when like without any of the tools, cause we're not even taught what anxiety and OCD are when we were little. Right. And we weren't taught any of the tools to regulate. And we didn't often see adults in their process saying out loud how they were regulating. And often the adults around us were dysregulated and that's actually where we learned it from. Okay. Was there a traumatic event or life stressor? Did someone judge you or punish you for just being yourself? I mean, that can even happen to adults. These things can even happen in adulthood, right? Yeah, when did you start to believe or when did you start to believe that you couldn't trust yourself? When did you start to believe that? What core belief might have formed from one of those experiences? So whether it was childhood stressors or traumatic event or like a life transition or change, That you didn't really know how to handle or again someone teaching you to judge or reject yourself in some way i mean those happen all the time okay all of us have had these experiences in some way shape or form whether it was from a peer or a kid or a sibling or a family member or an adult or or it doesn't matter where it came from we've we've all experienced something like this okay even if you had a happy childhood even if you feel like you've had a great life we've all experienced wounds and trauma of all kinds. Not all trauma has a capital T. Some of it's a little T, but it's all trauma. So what, here's our next question. What core belief might have been formed from that experience that you had, that thing that happened, or those series of events, or the cumulative buildup of experiences that you went through that taught you not to trust yourself anymore, or that this is just how the world works, can't trust yourself, or can't trust other people, What core belief might have been formed? Some common ones are, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm bad. There's something wrong with me. I don't do things right. The world is dangerous. It's a dangerous, scary place out there. I can't trust other people. I can't trust myself. Yep, that I'm incapable. Big one that we're taught. Huge one that we're taught. Especially marginalized communities, women, people of color, LGBTQ people, every, every, like any marginalized community, right? Definitely can't trust yourself. You're definitely not enough, right? That's what we've been taught. Yes, 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 yes. So, or that we're incapable, right? Got to rely on someone else who can do better and knows better because you're not really, yeah. You can't really do that. What? So here's how we shift this, all right? Aha, and another core belief. Um, let's look at these for a moment, actually. I'm not going to go too far in depth because of time, but yeah. When my OCD started to get bad, I would I would bet that there was something. Okay, so your OCD getting bad reinforced the belief, I can't trust myself, didn't it? Right, it reinforced it, reinforced it. Um, and I'm curious, I'm wondering what happened before that, what led up to it? We're not born with OCD. We can be born with a predisposition genetically. We can be born with more likely to develop those tendencies, but what were the stressors that the OCD was a, was a survival response to OCD, like obsessions and compulsions are not inherently bad. They, right. We judge them. We feel so ashamed for doing things. And it's like, these are just the only tool that you had when you were learning how to cope with the challenges of life that we all experience we want to be tender and loving to that part of us that did the very best they could and they survived and so that did have a second secondary gain and a payoff didn't it right it had a purpose we weren't just doing this because we're broken or there's something wrong with us or we're weird it's like you were surviving you were making it through and that was the only tool you had at the time so honor yourself honor that hurting part of yourself and of your shadow and your past wounding and your experience it's not you you de- you never have to identify with it you don't even have to ever have a label of ocd or anxiety if that doesn't resonate with you and it's okay that we have this old leftover habit that we've memorized unconsciously. There's nothing wrong with you. Yep. When I adopt a belief, I'm incapable. Um, A few traumatic issues. Yep. That can be it. Wasn't allowed to make my own choices. Yep. Um, You had a core belief form that you're only safe by yourself. Yes. That's such a common one. Belief that I'm incapable. Um, I won't be happy again because I was happy and everything happened. Okay. So that's a big one for you, my love. If we have been really happy, everything's going well, and then it feels like everything falls out from underneath us, our mind can actually lie to us and make up a lie and a story that actually we're not safe to be happy. And that happiness is the enemy and peace is the enemy. That might be a big thing that's fueling that aversion to the self-soothing techniques. Okay. Fear of being alone, Yes. Okay. Great questions. These are so good. Some of them, some of these questions, I'm actually going to come back in for all of you watching live. I'm going to come back in after the training later today um, or tomorrow at the latest. And I'm going to like type out my answers because I may not have time to answer all of them and they're so good, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. These are such good questions. I love this, love the space with you. Um, okay. So, You've identified maybe some of the initial life events that happened where you learn not to trust yourself or some of the experiences you've had in your past where you learn not to trust yourself. You've identified maybe what the core belief might be. Don't overthink it. Just go with your best guess. Your first guess is perfect. Just trust that. Again, it's part of self-trust. No need to overthink it. Um, stretching over here. And then what evidence can you find? I wanna, we're gonna go into my four fear busting questions. They're not really my four fear busting questions. These have existed for a long time. These are very common in cognitive behavioral therapy and a lot of personal development spaces i love these these are amazing they will change your life okay they've certainly changed mine what is the evidence so what's the old belief maybe it's you know i'm not worthy i'm not enough there's something wrong with me what's the evidence that you can find against that old belief so the first question is what is the old belief that is underneath this the old negative limiting belief about yourself or other people or the world like I'm not enough. Number two question, what evidence can you find against that old belief? I want you to poke all the holes in it. You can journal, you can free write, you can sit with this. It can be anything, even if it feels like you're making it up, anything counts. Think of any times in your life where you did make a healthy, loving choice and you can trust yourself. Okay. If the belief is I can't trust myself, think of all the times in your life where you where even if you weren't totally sure, like everything did work out and you can trust or you did make a healthy choice and you can give yourself credit for that and stop discounting the positive. Think of all the lessons and growth too that you have had in your life, all the lessons you've taught, all the blessings you've gotten and the growth that has turned you into who you are through literally making mistakes. Our mind judges things as like, oh, that was a mistake. That was wrong or bad. I shouldn't have done that because da-da-da-da-da. No. What if everything is always working out for you exactly as it should be? It doesn't mean that when bad things happen in life that you're being punished or you've done something wrong. It actually means what's the lesson? What is the gift in this? What am I being taught? What am I being reminded about in my personal power? How is this reminding me of my personal power? How is this bringing me back, forcing me, even though it's so freaking uncomfortable, to come back to my personal power right now? It gets uncomfortable so that we will make a change. It is for your good, no matter how uncomfortable it may feel. I'm going to say that again. It gets uncomfortable so that we will make a change. It's for your highest good, no matter how uncomfortable it may feel. And in fact, the more uncomfortable it feels, the bigger the breakthrough, the bigger the breakdown, the, be- the better and bigger the breakthrough. One of my mentors taught me that I love that so much. So what's the evidence you can find to poke holes in that old belief and discount it? What's a new belief that you now choose instead? Because here's the beautiful thing that I kind of uh, foreshadowed earlier, like all our beliefs are made up anyway. It's all made up we didn't come into the world with beliefs. You were born with no beliefs, blank slate, a computer that's had no programming. That's, that was your mind, right? That was your brain. And then, oh, my mom's on my phone a lot, not paying attention to me. I must not be that important. I'm, I don't matter. I'm not lovable. Okay. Belief formed or positive beliefs too, right? Oh, that teacher really praised my, my work at school. I am good enough. I can do things when I work hard and keep practicing. I can get better at things. I'm capable, right? Like, it's all made up anyway. It's not, can anyone prove that someone is worthy or unworthy? No, no one can prove it. And therefore, no one can disprove it. It's all made up. So, it's not about what is true. It's not about dissecting each of your thoughts to find what are the true thoughts and what are the lies. What are the true thoughts and what's just your mind? What's really me? What's the mind? It's like, does it feel good? Does it, does it bring you back to your peace and your presence in this moment or further away? Does it soothe your nervous system or jack it up? There's evidence right there. So instead we can argue all day about, is it true or not? What I actually want you to start thinking of is, is it helpful? If it's not empowering or loving or kind or soothing then that is not your truth. It is not for you. It is not helpful. So what do you choose instead? This is you taking back your power. And the mind will try to argue with this seven ways to Sunday, and it still is just the case. It's the simplest way I can explain it, right? Yes, yes, yes. So what's the new belief you choose instead? I'm worthy because I exist. We're all enough We're all worthy without any exception. So of course I'm enough too. I'm no exception. I'm just a regular person like everyone else. May I love myself. If it feels too stretchy to say I love myself, maybe it's may I love myself or I'm working on loving myself. May I hope, may I open my heart to a miracle. I love that one. All is right with the world. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. In this moment, everything is as it should be it's okay to feel this way. It is okay to feel this way. I am so safe to be with my human emotions. Um, The world is a lot of things and I am safe to be in it. Like I'm safe to be in the world. The universe has my back. I'm learning to trust myself. I'm remembering how to trust. I'm working on remembering how to trust, right? Yes, 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 yes or whatever resonates with you most. You can play with the wording until you find something that feels good and soothing. If it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel believable, it's not quite the right wording, so play with it until you land on something. But know that just because you do this exercise once, right, doesn't now mean you never feel fear and anxiety again. It doesn't mean that now every day you're like, I'm amazing, I love myself, ah. It is the ongoing practice. It is those moments when, Your mind is doing the negative self-talk and you interrupt it and you choose a new response. It is those moments when um, you're starting to do a compulsion or do an old behavior that you know is like a fear response where it's never really gotten you the result that you truly want. It's like manic, right, in some way, and you go, wait, I can choose a different response. I can make a new choice. What would a loving, soothing response be instead? What would an empowering response be instead? Sometimes it's to do nothing and just breathe, right? Trusting yourself also means doing things that are outside of your comfort zone. Like if you did trust yourself, what would you be doing? What would you give yourself full permission to do if you totally trusted that everything was working out for you? The universe really does support you and have your back. And no matter what happens, you are so, 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 so safe. And that success is guaranteed and failure is impossible. No matter how it turns out, it's leading you exactly where you need to be. And it's never wrong and it's never the wrong move. What would you do? For me, there have been different things in my life. Um, Like having a kid or starting a relationship or deepening a relationship, committing more deeply to a relationship in ways that I'd been scared to before. Having a kid was a big leap of self-trust for me because like, that's scary. What if it's not the right choice? That was where my mind was back then. Um, Starting my own business, huge leap of faith, so much imposter syndrome in the beginning. Like I'm a fraud. Who am I to do this? Right. When really it's not about me. (laughs) It's about the desire that I was given. I didn't choose this desire. I just had a desire to have a business and to help people the way that people have helped me. And so of course that was meant for me. And of course it's enough right? So if you knew that you were safe, if you knew that everything was lining up, the universe was conspiring in your favor, what would you give yourself permission to do? Including something that feels a little bit stretchy. Stretch yourself a little bit every day. It could be 1%. It could be 7%. Do one thing that is kind of stretchy or scary to you, every day or once a week. Keep practicing following what are your desires, right? If you have a desire to get engaged or move in with your partner and your mind's going, nope, scary, scary, scary. I can't do it because it's so scary. And what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Come back to, well, if failure was impossible and success was guaranteed, what would I do? Oh, well, I'd move in with them. Okay, great. Then go do it. It's not going to kill you. (laughs) You are so safe to trust in the unfolding of life. You are so, 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 so safe to trust in the unfolding of life. Okay. Um, The more, and here's why it's so important because the more we do things that are stretchy and outside of our comfort zone and start with baby steps, don't feel like you need to go from terrified, crippling anxiety to moving in with your partner. If that's like a whoa way out there, what's a smaller version of that? Maybe you could, maybe it's starting to look at houses, but you're not committing to anything yet. Do something, do a baby step, okay? Whatever it is. Um, uh, And because the more we do those things, right? The more, in my business, I used to never throw up containers like this, reset to peace, creating this this Facebook Live and doing this training that is like filling my heart, my cup so deeply to be here holding the space with you all and seeing you all be, be the amazing sparks of like inspiration, the amazing humans that you are showing up for yourself, doing this work, making it happen, taking charge of your life. Like it is so freaking inspiring to me. But I used to never really throw up things like this. Cause what if I failed? What if I said something stupid? What if I said the wrong word? What if I offended someone or triggered someone? Oh, I'm going to offend and trigger people. I'm going to say things that might seem really silly <laughs> or say the wrong thing sometimes, right? Or, or like misspeak or a glitch will happen with the, with the internet or whatever. Like I'm And by doing the thing anyway, by going live, by doing these kind of groups, by showing up in my business, by putting out new offers, by um, changing up my business whenever it suits me to really keep following who I am incarnated as today, like what the version of me is today. By just going out and doing things that were fun, I started this group because it seemed really fun, right? And so by doing things that there's like some amount of excitement or curiosity or like a pull toward that, that feels good, um, even especially when it's scary, you are shifting your belief. You are learning that you can trust, right? We learn that nothing kills us. We learn that we are okay. We learn that we are safe. We learn that actually some things go way better than we expect and we just trust ourselves. We learn that we are safe and we can do this and we are capable and we are enough. But we can't learn that if we're in our safety zone, if we're only in the comfort zone. We're not learning and we're not living. Living, I love how someone said this the other day. It's like to really like the meaning of life, to have a fulfilling life, you need to always be on the edge of pushing the boundaries of your experience and pushing your evolution. Like you are here to evolve and grow and remember who you really are. Okay. So lastly... I, we did the first three fear busting questions what new belief do you choose anyway is the third one it's all made up anyway what new belief feels good or soothing to you and now fourth what question or excuse me what evidence can you find to support your new belief what evidence can you find to support your new belief in what ways is this belief true of either you or anyone else that you've ever even heard of in what ways can you find truth or evidence that yes this belief is true at least sometimes for some people. What examples can you find of this belief being true in the world? What examples can you find of this belief paying out, uh, playing out in the world, this new belief that you choose? Think of someone who believes these types of things about themselves and how happy and successful it helps them be. These are the four fear-busting questions. Okay, when you want to shift in perspective from fear to love, these are the four fear-busting questions. Thank you so much for tuning in to Alignment Unleashed. Make sure to check out the links in the show notes below for more resources and ways to work with me. That's also where you can get on my list to be coached for free on the podcast. Till next time, this is Samara sending you love and light.